Monologue title, Can the Law, Stop the Boats? Version 2. Words, 4970. By, Shake the Tree. Description, it goes without, as this detail is published by, Shake the Tree, it has content that others avoid. It is easy, to contemplate, and promote solutions, to those charged in stopping the invasion, of Britain's southern shore, by illegal young male migrants. Some will even debate, such a statement's legitimacy. Have no doubt, post-taking in this detail, you'll be in no doubt, where the blame lies. You will likely wonder, why illegal immigrants, don't just hop on the next ferry out of Calais. Purpose, whilst the composer, has been financially and emotionally scarred, by the actions of the named, this detail will hopefully gain a solution, where other avenues, have failed. And to discourage society, seeing deception, as a way of gaining, what is not theirs, it also highlights some of the societal costs. The detail is further gathered, prior to progressing court claims, against the named. Let's firstly take a look at the individuals, and the institutions involved, and their risk of loss or gain. Kevin Lamin, a Shake the Tree sponsor, has much to lose, he could go to ground, knowing that Britain, is in fast decline, to a deplorably low standard. One issue is the useless corrupt legal process, to include county court judges, whose agenda is seen as to line the pockets of their bodies, the solicitors. However that seems a trivial anxiety, in a week when it's been concluded, the NHS, has been found to have been allowing, babies to be murdered in neonatal units. Did we not clap loud enough? But putting babies' deaths, to one side, as clearly the hospital managers, at the Countess of Chester Hospital did. My game, is to attain what the state, and the named individuals, know is mine, but they appear insistent, in collectively participating, in multiple acts of perjury and fraud, to attain another's money. Susan Rust, of Broughton, Northants, the lead protagonist, could be likened to a channel boat provider. who deny knowing anything, about a coastal invasion. Thus it's likely best, to actually ask her directly, what is she aiming to gain, other than vengeance, ironically against one, who more than any, for 16 years, aided her gain her comfortable status. One may see Susan Rust, as ungrateful. But her demeanor, aside. Her behavior, leaves no doubt, unless she's unique, females blatantly lie, simply to gain satisfaction, and impose harm on another. Save Ms. Rust explaining, what legal entitlement, she's been seeking, for a decade, when she simultaneously, vacated court appearances, where she could have explained such. Solly Brown, female being the managing director of Chelton Brown, one of, maybe even the largest residential rental agents in Northampton. Who I'd assume is well regarded, amongst her peers and associates, and certainly by such as Cynthia Spencer who Chelton Brown sponsor. However, during this episode, Solly's action was illegal and senseless, as she retained the rental receipts, of a property she managed for over seven years. Solly chilled, whilst the property owner's fund, swelled to £20,000. Solly and staff repeatedly, said they were following the instruction of the infamous Susan Rust. And Solly and staff, repeated such, until the arrival of a court order. Then Solly Brown, became another female detailed, to blatantly lie, under oath in court. Back to the boats, one, would not believe, one unlawfully retaining another's money, could be a complicated issue, as the related property was jointly owned, in equal proportion by two folk.
and by UK law, neither could argue the rent or capital could be distributed in any other than equal proportions. I'll backflip here, Solly Brown retained the rent, which her contract with the property owners says she'll distribute. And surely any with a brain bigger than a pea would either distribute the fund between the property owners or have a document to show she could legally do otherwise. It goes without, a Oxbridge educated intellectually blessed UK judge would soon be ahead of such a simple matter. You'd think. Let's forward flip to A. Nicholas Phillips, a male solicitor at Toller's, who supported Rust and Brown, retaining another's money. Being an act of deception and fraud via perjury, which Nicholas Phillips of Toller's had no issue being complicit in. As Toller's submitted a witness statement by Susan Rust, here it is again but with justification, where the infamous Susan Rust swore on oath. She'd, no idea, I'll repeat that, Susan Rust swore on oath, via her witness statement, she'd got no idea, that Kevin desired his own money. So Susan goes, into the same corner as Nicholas Phillips, both confessing to being, totally void of thought, as to the detail, they'd promoted to a county court judge, as evidence. And whilst Sue, Solly and Nick, will say, oh no we're not, Kevin will say, oh yes you are, and the deception and fraud was confirmed on the funds being released prior to trial. Nicholas Phillips is a typical solicitor, although trusted by the court, will say any crap, to suit his agenda. And like good child visit and smart, has lost all sense of morality, by ignoring the spirit of the law. Solicitors don't get it, they're wrecking society, by passive law breaking, it must be stopped. Now similarly the female solicitors of, good child, visit and smart solicitors, have the same stance. Totally disregarding UK law, which defines, as does Garner and Hancock solicitors, that a joint tenant's mortgage dictates, the specific act, of splitting the property's capital, can only be on a 50-50, basis. Garner and Hancock solicitors, go on to state, it matters not if one, put in 80% of the deposit, you'll be getting back, 50%, as that, is the law. So accept it. But the law is commonly ignored by solicitors and UK judges when it suits them. On to solicitors in general, they are creatively dishonest. I've seen they are encouraged to be so by no other than our county court judges whose pay is circa £4,000 a week. I'll clarify that county court judges serve the state and are paid well by the community. But in reality, it is left for solicitors to mark each other's homework as it's not a judge's role, to regulate the behavior of the solicitors, good or bad, judges simply sit over them. That brings us to our judge's behavior, firstly, one ought to be aware, by law, a judge, has to see a solicitor, as trustworthy and honest, with no ifs, or buts, as that is the law. In reality, such a broad brush approach, is really for the birds, regardless, that is the law. Judges no more have the bottle or the incentive to pull up a deceptive solicitor than the nurse colleagues of Lucy Letby had to question the suspicious deaths of seven babies and call time on Lucy's outrageous activity. In fact, bottle in the old days, known as balls, can be seen absent from UK adults as it took seven years to bring Lucy to book. The staff and Chester hospital managers should hold their heads in shame. Or should they? what say you? It was in fact multiple male consultants that had the bottle and took issue with the baby deaths 
and despite the risk to their own careers, coerced the useless hospital management to finally act. Do you see what I did there? I'll come back to that. Ultimately the male consultants forced the management of the Chester Hospital's neonatal unit to suspend the attendance of the murderous nurse Lucy Letby from the neonatal unit. It should also be known the male consultants will have been, during this awful process, accused of race, color, religion, gender, age and sexual discrimination, plus coercion and bullying. And likely, stalking and an invasion of personal space and data, whilst they evidence gathered. By contrast a judge will likely consider, Susan, Solis, Nicholas, Sarah's, deception is defendable. I further understand, as thought of, at that time, the precious Lucy, was offered a top job, at another location. Whilst the consultants, were forced, to personally apologize to dear Lucy. The reader may view, who's to blame for that. Let's now look at the advocate to judge relationship, well is cozy at best, corrosive at worst, and his honor Judge Murdoch, Ms. Hope Wilson of House Percival, and Evie Bardun, a barrister at Landmark Chamber London, provided good example of that. As in January 2023, a judge ruled to bankrupt one, as punishment, of the extensive documented, written objections, of their court side fraud. Save the named, can blatantly ignore, all that the PAPCD rules require, without any consequences. And such, is why the law can't stop the boats, as written, in communications, to the court in 2022, it's the old adage, the tail is wagging the dog. Similarly as Ms. Rust and Nick Phillips, thought it was okay, to mystify a judge, with evidence a lazy or busy judge, may pass on. Hope Wilson, of House Percival, and Evie Bardun, a barrister at Landmark Chamber, did the same. It goes without, all the named have been at liberty, to submit objections to that promoted, but not one has done so, because shake the tree, don't promote opinion, just known facts. A refresher, on that promoted, which also illustrates why, the advocate and judge relationship, promotes court-side perjury and fraud. I'll use a military analogy. Let's liken a solicitor, to an infantry soldier, who'd be responsible, for clearing all landmines, to enable the artillery to be moved, to the judge, at the front line. Now liken a barrister, to artillery and on the artillery being a barrister, being presented to the judge. The judge will rightly assume, all the landmines have been cleared. That is precisely how, the integrity of the UK law process, has operated for hundreds of years, however. In those hundreds of years, society has changed a lot, we no longer send young boys up chimneys, we don't drown female witches, and we don't hang innocent men. That said, we do have in charge, females killing our babies, they'd been paid to protect, and other in charge females, will leave an innocent man in prison, just to save a shilling or two. So maybe society needs, to change further. But what is more relevant, to this monologue, is our solicitors, no longer clear the landmines on their journey to the judge. They simply, step over them. The rub is, a solicitor's status hasn't changed. Thus on the artillery facing the judge, being the barrister, the barrister presents a case to the judge, who assumes, the solicitor's and the barrister's work has been done. Well the next paragraph shows, like the landmines, the essential casework, has simply been stepped over. As being attentive and accurate is so very timely and expensive. But doing otherwise, is perjury and fraud. 
Consider if seven UK county court judges give a nod to benefit House Percival in gaining £85,000. Imagine the pull on the judge's morality when £250 million is on offer. That's the sum earned by UK lawyers since our latest Prime Minister, Ricky Sunak, took office on the 25th of October, 2022. Let me repeat that. Laws composed by lawyers have aided other lawyers to gain £25 million per month of taxpayers' money, and that's just one equation, and we wonder why Britain is broke. And there are many sectors of society where the same is occurring. Such as, Doris's, Jimmy, who now wears a tartan skirt, wants their own private space at school. That's gonna cost a school £20,000 to dispute. And a private space will cost upwards of £12,000 to construct. So, back to the PAP-CD rules. Not one in 1,000 would be familiar with the PAP-CD rules, I leave a space, after the second P, so it reads, as the PAP-CD rules. Now whilst one can argue the PAP-CD rules, are just rules. This is what www.justice.gov.uk says. A pre-action protocol, sets out what must be done, in relation to a claim, to which it applies, before court proceedings are issued. Thus regardless of courtside law, the government's PAP-CD rules are followed by commercial property surveyors and lawful solicitors, as the rules have the intention of putting all on the same page, as without such, it would be mayhem. To the extent, a credible judge would likely have a non-compliant party struck out. Now contemplate, of the PAP-CD rules, what percentage you'd consider, a defendant, their solicitor, the solicitor's firm House Percival LLP, a leading London barrister and the judge, as a percentage if any, could they totally ignore to benefit the defendant, before that benefit, was seen as a blatant act of courtside fraud by a county court judge. This may assist in your percentage contemplation, the defendant of Franklin Silencers Limited, of Northampton, paid House Percival £85,000. Well, to include seven pre-trial judges, they ignored 100% of the PAP-CD rules. That's UK Justice, in 2022, with a solicitor, composing their own litigation rules. So Franklin Silencers paid House Percival £4,000 a month to dispute a £16,000 claim. Maybe John Bateman, a director of Franklin's, is a good neighbor of Hope Wilson's. As regardless of how poor John Bateman was at complying with a lease, it's extraordinary to pay an extra £73,000 in legal fees when the landlord soared a settlement of just £12,000 for term and prop renovations, what say you? What I have found solicitors, barristers, and judges are, is total inept at considering consequences and reality, and one has to ask what conversations on cost went on between House Percival and Franklin Silencers Limited that led to a fee of seven times greater than the settlement offer. Ironically Hope Wilson bounced out of the trail bundle, a witness statement that included just that point. Sorry on the voice change. Evidently, the Americans, whilst late to the party, wish to have their say. Another example of what I would call stupidity, but on association with a judge, would say, their conclusions are not based on reality. On a judge, in the Franklin's case, choosing to prefer the lower repair sums promoted by the eloquent barrister Evie Barden, which such sums being constructed by the infamously corruptible Diane Anstey, of Anstey Associates, Bricksworth, Northamptonshire. H.H.J. Murdoch has committed court bench fraud. 
They knew, as did Diane Anstey, Hope Wilson, and Evie Barden, that Diane Anstey's sums were loose estimates that excluded working at height equipment, weigh, its compliance, and all materials. H.H.J. Murdoch chose Diane's loose estimates over the 55 quantified sums submitted by the claimant, which, whilst not including weigh, were still three times the claim. H.H.J. Murdoch ruling proves, unequivocally, judges simply ignore evidence, logic, and reality, and rule to suit their agenda. Sadly, H.H.J. Murdoch is likely typical of judges, but H.H.J.M.'s credibility is now dross. As for a judge to rely on unattainable sums, which will cause a loss on another, is blatant courtside fraud, I'll leave his honored Judge Murdoch to compose his own resignation letter, or is. Courtside deception, now a part of woke Britain. As barrister, Edie Barden had no concern with a 15-pound plumber, but was outraged, such was highlighted as madness. Maybe Evie is thinking, with Norseman Ragnar Lothbrok gone from UK shores. Such as, Anstey, Wilson, Barden and Murdoch can go unchallenged on pillaging our green lands. What say you? Given the reader, may, of may not be a judge, I say the following. The trial judge could be seen as having been dutiful on assuming Ms. Hope Wilson had complied with what was required by being wholly compliant with the government's PAPCD rules. But as neither Ms. Hope Wilson of House Percival LLP's Leicester office or Evie Barden, a barrister at Landmark Chambers London, a commercial property dispute specialist, had no incentive to, nor did they comply with a single PAPCD rule. Thus a judge saying they'd belief in either's evidence would be without foundation and a blatant act of perjury and fraud. But that is precisely what his honored judge Murdoch did. My experience of the usefulness of our county court judges on £4,000 a week is they provide a perception that justice may occur, but that's only to the naive. As to the well-informed, a county court judge is no other than a conduit to direct money to their buddies, the lying and deceptive, fraudulent solicitors, who hope Wilson of House Percival is the worst example I have ever come across, with a complacent attitude towards UK law, thinking its purpose is to line her pockets. The detail, thus far has illustrated, UK laws composed by the lawyers, are so vague, solicitors, barristers, and judges, are either not bothered, or simply incapable of contemplating their purpose. It would be reasonable to say, they all treat the law, like it's a pick and mix. I've only toe-dipped in the ocean of blatant UK courtside deception. Many government agencies are no better. Baby P died 2007, at 17 months, with 50 injuries, under Herring Gay Children's Services. The recent deaths of seven babies within Chester Hospital's neonatal unit. And our police now have intention to examine another 4,000 cases is good example of how useless UK protocol and societal discipline is with employees either too busy on the make or too focused on protecting their back. Be in no doubt, our leaders and standard bearers are promoting social decay. And as the infantry should walk the path they didn't clear of minds, solicitors should face perjury and fraud charges. And UK judges should meet the same fate as in the Franklin Silencers case, House Percival's, Hope Wilson, Landmark Chambers Evie Bardun, and seven county court judges, simply ignored 70,000 words of evidence, 100-plus photos, and five videos, along with each of the government's PAP CD rules, relevant to the case.
and all in the pursuit of their personal gain. They did so, simply. To get the dispute into court, as that is where the big money is. Like the channel crossing boats, those who bring Britain, to its knees, should be made an example of. An HHJ Murdoch, Evie Bardun and Hope Wilson facing fraud charges, would certainly focus the minds, of the like-minded courtside fraudsters. As perjury and fraud, qualifies those identified, for a prison sentence. Shake the Tree, have published multiple documents on perjury and fraud, so I won't again go into the finer points, but deception in court, that may impose a loss on another, is fraud. And Hope Wilson, Evie Bardun, Seven, County Court Judges, Susan Rust and Solly Brown have indeed caused another a loss, as has the solicitor's firm, Goodchild Wizard and Smart, coincidentally, all save the judges are females. A main concern is, we now have to add judges, and the whole justice process, to the long list of professionals, who cannot be trusted to do their job, or even identify when the job they are doing, is woefully inadequate, of what is reasonably expected, by those that they serve. Using another military analogy, at the start of World War I, a plane could barely reach 50 miles per hour. But by, the end of the war, that speed was threefold, 150 miles per hour. And 40 years on in 1960, Western society, had designed, and built planes, such as the SR-71, that would reach Mach 3.5, being circa 2,600 miles per hour, enabling the SR-71 fleet, to outpace, circa 4,000 missiles, during its 30-year deployment. The SR-71 would be surveying Earth, whilst at 60,000 feet, whilst flying at, twice the speed of Concorde. By comparison, UK judges in 2022, that's 108 years on, are on a whim, ignoring, to the point of excluding, any court-side reference, to modern government protocols, such as the 2002 Pre-Action Claim Protocol. Simply to benefit the defendant, and their solicitor, Ms. Hope Wilson, of House Percival LLP. Whom, with the state-paid judges, on circa £4,000 a week, prefer to rely on, the inappropriate 1927 Diminution Act. Which seven CC judges failed to note, that House Percival, had incorrectly applied the act, didn't attain essential data, and fraudulently passed the process cost, onto the claimant. An intervention, let me deposit my compo thoughts with the reader, and leave them, in no doubt, what a cesspit of corruption, is swelling in UK courts. Instigated on this occasion, by the solicitor, Ms. Hope Wilson, of House Percival LLP's, Leicester office. Likewise I say, Evie Bardun's beauty, is equally matched by her stupidity, as I guess prison life, would not suit Evie. Whilst Hope, thinks she is clever, her smugness is countered by the bandwidth, of the pre-trial judge's corruption. Save the pre-trial judges, having no concept, of the impracticality, of a recipient adhering to a court order, that they'd imposed. That said, Hope Wilson, the court order's composer, didn't comply with them herself. Additionally Hope Wilson's composed court orders, were contrary, to the government PAPCD rules. I say such, pondering a thought, of a judge acknowledging, the claimant didn't like their laws, well it's in fact, our laws, was my thought. But what's too like, when a law, or court order, has elements that is undeliverable, and the only beneficiary, is the order's composer. Basically, Hope Wilson and House Percival, as they say, have flocked themselves, as they have defrauded a dude, 
who understands process and compliance. Solicitors, barristers and judges who ignore the government PAP CD rules for personal gain should be struck off with immediate effect. The PAP CD rules define how the costly diminution process could be applied in selective situations. But it is reliant in having quantified sums. Ms. Hope Wilson had loose estimates to include a fee of £15 for a plumber. These are the sums his honour Judge Murdoch preferred. I say that had more to do with Evie than the plumber. During a recent conversation with a court usher who promoted HHJM was a good person and would not deliberately do harm or defraud another. Whilst I don't disagree with that sentiment, I can only report on the facts as they are and the outcomes that came from HHJM's behavior. Be assured, in addition to those named, Shake the Trees publication, Judgment Day, link below, lists all seven pre-trial CC judges with their degrees of corruption, which I see as blatant as the consequences were predictable, with the only gainer, a house passable PPL. A diminution expert, which there are few, would see hope as a joke, of course my opinion. Please let me know yours. Only the pathogen, immune, can promote as shake the tree does, for the millions, who cannot. Every commercial surveyor in England could provide several similar tales, but cannot risk reprisal, as said, HHJ Murdoch and House Passable attempted to bankrupt the content detailer. Post the distribution of this monologue, with no further notice I'll be processing a money claim. Against, Susan Rust, of Broughton, Northants, with Solly Brown of Chelton Brown, Northampton, as a joint defendant, being jointly and severally liable, as they jointly thought it acceptable, to retain up to £10,000 of another's money from 2013 to 2021. Releasing it just prior to a court trial. They now believe, it's for another person, to stand the court fees, and associated losses, in regaining their own money, I say, over to a judge, who is on notice, they are expected to, act in the spirit of the law, and not leave a claimant, at a loss, due to another's, blatant vindictive behavior. The court papers will show, Susan Rust lied, in her defense statements, as did. Solly Brown, the MD of a rental agent, who initiated the illegal retention of the fund. Solly Brown, also went on to lie, in her witness statement to the court. In fact, Susan Rust, and Solly Brown, witness statements, contradicted each other. Susan and Solly, knew, from the outset, they were retaining another's money, shown by their reluctance to attend court, and explain their behavior, directly to a judge. Likewise they know, their initial poor behavior, put me at a loss, as will the secondary. The British economy, is being wrecked, by morons such as Susan Rust and Solly Brown, as it is by useless judges, who encourage, this moronic behavior, time after time, after time. Stop the press, the Americans are back, and the won't retreat, how ironic is that? You may think, I've obviously exaggerated, the atrocious behavior, of those in the justice process, to include House Percival, one of the biggest, UK solicitors firms, and landmark Chambers London, where the eloquent barrister, Evie Barden, hangs, supposedly as a commercial property law expert. Well get this, after serving a money claim, against, Susan Rust of Broughton, with Solly Brown of Chelton Brown, as joint defendants. I am then, to replicate the same against, Susan Rust, yep, that one, with another joint defendant, yep, another solicitor.
you simply couldn't make it up. A Sarah Pedal of Goodchild Vizard and Smart, of Northampton, being jointly and severally liable, as they, also jointly see it as cool, to act as the morality police, and retain a male's money, on the sole instruction, of a bitter ex-female. Are these females really so dim? And is UK law, as inept as I promote? Well we will see. These well-paid professionals, in comparison to the sums many earn, of course, not paid as well, as the infamous, Dane, Alison Rose, who also prefers morality, to the law. I'm gonna put it out there, when a property's documentation leaves no doubt, a property is equally owned by two. The law dictates, net rent, and capital are equally split. They are standalone transactions. Whether an ex, on a rapid exit, to a new life, left a bedspread behind, is irrelevant. But over the last decade, one ex, five rental agents, for solicitors, two judges, have grappled with that concept. Stop the press. The small claims court, is available to all, and if any consider I owe them money, they are at liberty to make their case, via that process. Currently they have weaponized, another's money, knowingly imposing loss, costs and great inconvenience, that is fraud, purely for self-gain. Additionally to a loss and gain, the abuse of position, by the named professionals, is also evident. Trust me, the named have only one concern, themselves, and that stance, is not acceptable. There's not one, solicitor in the UK, who is not aware, of the PAPCD rules, and it is not acceptable, that a lone solicitor, a lone barrister, a lone judge, or even thousands of them, pick and choose. If, when, and how, they use the government's PAPCD rules. And that is, aside from, the same's use of blatant perjury and fraud to progress a claim into the county court. And here's the rub and the biggest issue of fraud by the same on society. They will be the only to gain from that process. The situation is additionally unacceptable, seeing multiple county court judges having a total disregard for the composers of the law and those who have composed specific associated documents with the specific aim of creating a fair playing field. All should understand, the purpose of the justice courts is in the name, and judges have a title and status that comes with responsibility. It is ironic that it is UK judges that are forcing society to look for solutions other than law courts. The same has occurred in many countries, it does not end well, and judges are put on notice, as in such societies, judges will be targeted. I ask, how would his honored judge Murdoch react on finding himself on a to-do list? If judges expect society to stick to the rules, then they bloody well need to do so themselves. So, the next time the PAPCD rules is waved at a judge, and their response is, the best of luck with that. They are on notice, shake the tree, will be coming for you. The disturbing issues at the Countess of Chester Hospital shows the struggle it is to get heard. Even when competent experts are shouting, babies are being murdered. Now the NHS has to take responsibility for that, as the Justice Department needs to deal with the rife court-side deception. Just a final point, GB News, conveyed just yesterday. The NHS's legal and compensation bill is running at $3 billion a year. Such cost each of the 25 million English residential properties, £120. And the cost is down to poor management and lackluster, unenforced processes. If you wish to see what good process 
looks like. Check out www.amazonstone.co.uk. The good news is the Americans have retreated, thank goodness, on their own accord. My final question, when will the British people wake up? Supporting pods, below. Podcast end.